Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Hello, friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of the Jury Daily Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young, and I do it on the daily. What's going on? I want to talk to you all about emojis. I got some emoji conversation for you. Emojis. I fretted about this. Friends, you have found me in a vexed state. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know exactly what the line is on when emojis are cool. Because emojis were a fairly new thing, although now we have generations that are coming up that have grown up with them. For them, emojis are not some weird gift that was given to us by the technology gods. Nay, they are as useful as any other piece of text. They are like the alphabet. They are like an ever-evolving alphabet. Oh, my God. I just, that actually just blew my own mind. You are hearing my mind blown right now as I realize that children today believe not only that the emojis are enough, emojis are like essentially an extension of the alphabet, and that's fine. I mean, I'm sure some people will get cranky about it, like, it's not, they're just a bunch of pictures. But also, it's a constantly evolving alphabet that looks different on different platforms that they probably don't understand. They probably don't understand why the emoji looks different on mommy's phone if she has a Samsung and daddy's phone if he has an iPhone. Oh, man, but then it also changes. Now the, the world wraps around the idea that you could have new letters. Like we, I guess like the closest thing that we have is when something new gets added to the dictionary. That's always a story, right? That, that goes viral for a little bit is like, new to the dictionary is swag. Teabagging is the newest entry to the dictionary. You know, one of those things. But we we don't have that same idea of like, oh, cool. Language is not static. Language is constantly added to because now we can put pictures with our words. Man, it's not, it is not Thursday, but that was an extended high thought. I'm just telling you. So let me ask this question of you guys. 
emoji anxiety. I have emoji anxiety. I don't know when it's cool to use them. I don't know what, like, every time I use them, I, I, I'm either testing, I feel like I'm testing the world to see whether or not I'm cool enough or young enough to do it. And I, I live in constant fear that someone's going to be snickering as they read my tweet, text, or post because I have dared to use an emoji. Because I know I have certainly snickered at these brands throwing emojis left and right. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then again, maybe that's me being old. Because the person writing that, maybe that is uh, an 18-year-old who's writing it. Oh, my God. I've also just realized now that I am twice as old as an 18-year-old. Holy shit. This is full of... God, this is the most emotionally traumatic A block of this show we've ever had. And it's all happened by accident because I have other shit I want to talk about. Here's what I want to talk about. Apparently, according to CNN, emojis are increasingly coming uh, up in court cases and judges are struggling to deal with how to interpret them. We read now. Can a knife emoji double as a threat to kill somebody? Does a heart emoji from a manager constitute sexual harassment? More emojis are showing up in court cases through the through the United States, and attorneys are having to argue for different interpretations of the small illustrated characters that are used to express uh, emotions, activities, or objects. Courts are struggling to handle the nuances of emojis as evidence. Quote, Jason Levine, who has worked on cases with emojis with his law firm Vincent and Elkins, Many courts haven't uh, had to deal with an emoji much, but the numbers are up and will likely increase. Judges are not prepared for the influx, especially ones where <laughs> who are older and may not be f- uh, familiar with newer vernacular. Dude. Dude, that's intense. Like, I, I'm... <sighs> I guess here's my guideline. Y'all tell me if you think I'm wrong. Here's my guideline on this. If you text a lot, if you spend a fair amount of your day texting, I feel like you're allowed to unlock emojis. In fact, we might need to put that on keyboards. You have to text regular for a little bit and then you get emojis. It's like how for a while in school I had to write in cursive. Because I had to get good enough at cursive so I could demonstrate mastery and then I could go back to never writing in cursive again. Do kids still have to write in cursive or is that old people shit? Parents, write in. Oh my God, I just realized I'm four times as old as a nine-year-old. I'm here to say as a fan of hip-hop music, something that I have enjoyed since my youth, I'm asking, I'm pleading. I know that there's a lot of money beyond uh, the, the sea, the shining sea of America, but I'm telling you, rappers shouldn't be leaving the country anymore, and I'm doing this for them. You know, they want a country, they want a concert outside of our borders, get on Skype. You can play it on the screen. I'm here for your safety. I want to make sure that things aren't getting mixed up out there. 
You know, Tyler, the creator, was banned from the UK. Now, I know there's rappers outside of America. I'm saying, come here. You can live here. It's safe here. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Rappers definitely die in America, too. Maybe it's, there's not a lot of places that are safe. Anyway, all right, here. This is my pitch. This is my pitch. All right. Uh, rappers shouldn't be leaving the country. This one's from TMZ. ASAP Rocky. Uh, you may or may not be uh, familiar with him. Uh, he did a song with uh, Selena Gomez. Good for you. I remember because it was very, very popular during my honeymoon. I heard it like 50,000 times during my honeymoon because it's kind of a sexy song, too. So I was kind of feeling the vibe. It's called Good For You. And ASAP Rocky goes, uh, uh, hold on, wait a minute, love. Anyway, I mean, he's done a lot better stuff than that, but that, that would be the one that you probably know. Uh, uh, shout out to the whole ASAP mob. Here's the deal. He's in jail right now. He went to do a concert in Sweden, got into a tangle with a couple of fans. Next thing you know, he got arrested, and now he's facing possible six years in Sweden. I swear to God, man, I thought that they were chill. I didn't know. Who knew that Sweden, Sweden right now, number one on hip-hop shit list. Schoolboy Q, Tyler the Creator. Ty, well, number one, Tyler the Creator's like, mm-mm, fuck that. I, I, that whole continent's done. <laughs> Tyler the creator after he got banned from England is like all right whatever babe. I'll, I'll just come in like I'm not going to England again until I can teleport in and out you can beam my ass up but here's the story from TMZ right now he's being held in inhumane conditions in Sweden feces hurled about and not cleaned up wretched food and facilities that are not fit for human beings according to sources with direct knowledge of Rocky's situation our sources tell TMZ that the rapper is sleeping on a yoga mat with no blanket. There's a prisoner in the next cell with, several, with severe mental issues who slams his head against the concrete wall and hurls shit every which way that is not cleaned up. The water, we're, we're told, is not clean and the food is not edible. For the first five days, ASAP Rocky ate an apple a day, and that is it. The facility is said to be disease-written. Now, by the way... This is also a situation where they've appealed it to like Sweden's Supreme Court to get him out immediately because he is on a world tour right now. But we are we are getting deep into the diplomatic ties. There is a treaty, according to TMZ, by the way, amazing that we are in a situation where TMZ is uh, uh, reporting to us about the following. The Vienna Convention for Consular Relations which both Sweden and the United States have signed under the treaty when a forwarder like ASAP Rocky is arrested, he has the right to immediately see an official from the U.S. consulate. Our sources say that Rocky asked for the meeting, but when an official from the American consulate arrived at the detention center, he was denied access, a violation of the treaty. We got to go to war. That's it. We're going to war. We're going to war over Rocky. Rocky's team persisted, and eventually the consulate official was allowed to see him two days later, but only in the presence and earshot of two Swedish guards. Rocky and the official cannot have a private conversation that they believe was a clear intimidation tactic. Our sources say that Rocky's team is trying to get the State Department involved to get him out. So far, Swedish courts have shut him down. Court proceedings in Sweden are closed to the public and the media. But that's not it. That would be enough. 
that'd be enough if there was some overseas stuff going on. And this isn't something of uh, 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 as tragic a nature as the ASAP Rocky situation, but it is another international problem for a major rapper. Nicki Minaj has pulled out of a Saudi Arabian concert. You know, man, and, and if you listen to the PX3 podcast and you've heard me talk about this before, but there was really a moment. There was a moment in time when Saudi Arabia had a path, a path to redemption, at least a pathway to say, yes, there is garbage going on, but look at the progress they are making. Because you had the new crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, running the joint. He was in America. He was taking business meetings, uh, uh, just looking like any other billionaire in plain clothes and a suit. The new face of Saudi Arabia. It's all this talk politically about how they're going to lead the charge to to try to uh, have a new peace process. And then this dude has to go brutally murder a Washington Post contributor. And that's a wrap. You're done. You're done. You cannot piss off the Washington Post by murdering their contributor. Kidnapping? You want to know what? You can say, hey, look, things are different. I mean, because the dude was a Saudi Arabian national living in America. You can say, hey, we do things a little different out here. Butt out. But you cannot murder him and then sneak his body out in barrels. That is some really fucked up Cohen brother shit. But yet they persist. They persist in trying to, to modernize. They have a big contract with the WWE where they keep bringing shows back. Nicki Minaj was going to be a woman performing. By the way, in all of the WWE shows, none of their women performers have performed on those shows. They wanted to bring in Nicki Minaj. Yes. Nicki. My, My anaconda, anaconda don't. Nikki. But she's pulling out after backlash. Uh, She says it's because she wants to show support for women's rights, gay rights, and freedom of expression. Quote, after careful reflection, I've decided to no longer move forward with my scheduled concert at Jeddah World Fest. While I want nothing more than to bring my show to fans in Saudi Arabia, after better educating myself on the issues, I believe it's important for me to make clear my support to the uh, rights of women, the LGBT community, and freedom of expression. She told the Associated Press on Tuesday. Minaj was originally scheduled to headline the concert on July 18th. I mean, on one hand, it's like, I I can understand it for her. She would have been the first major female act to play there, at least in a public setting like that, to headline a concert. That'd be a big deal. But also, it's a pretty fucked up country. In summation, just stay home. There's plenty of food in the fridge. Let's go ahead and get to your emails. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Sean writes, if soccer was a free market, then the women should be paid more than the men. Sports make money on revenues from viewers, right? So the women having more revenue from viewers should get them more paid, right? And Sean linked me a CNBC article which uh, details the lawsuit 
that the women's team has brought against uh, against the U.S. Soccer Federation. Apparently, key among them is that they have drawn more money in live events than the men's team has. For which, yeah, no, I'm I'm telling you, go do it. And also, I'm going to extend that. I think, uh, you know, I heard this on the Bill Simmons podcast today, and I think it's right. Endorsements, too, because endorsements are paid on hype, right? Like, the, the those live event things, that should be dealt with on how much money are you making. That means that you get that much money as you can negotiate it, right? But Nike is, you know, uh, in the business of image. Image is everything. And right now... They should be sending out a big old press release saying we are going to make up the wage gap. And then as these women make more money from their federation, we hope that they keep the pressure on and and they'll have yet more money. But we're going to make that up to them right now by upping what we pay them. I think so. I think that would be the way to go. Ken writes, uh, Ken, by the way was uh, 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 sticking up for deep nudes yesterday, saying that maybe if, let's say, I were a porn star, that uh, I wouldn't have to be... uh, I wouldn't have to be in a situation where I was uh, fucking on camera for money or taking pictures of my genitals because we could do a reasonable facsimile on the internet. He uh, clarified today. I'm hesitant to criticize pornography on the internet because I understand it has a lot of fans. I don't have any numbers to back up this opinion, but I believe pornography victimizes people. I'm sure there are a lot of porn stars with freedom and agency leading to rich, fulfilling lives. But my point is, in a world where I can see a simulated nude, I believe people will stop caring about the real nudes. You might see less celebrity iCloud hacks. When I was a young puberty-written boy... There wasn't much internet to speak of, so I had a mindful of deep nudes of my friends, classmates, and favorite siblings. Maybe it wasn't entirely ethical, but none of my imaginary deep nudes had a tragic backstory that I fear many porn stars have. That is an interesting idea. Because one of the first sexual thoughts I can remember was, or at least like, lustful thoughts first time I looked at somebody else and kind of felt like oh wow I'm feeling sexual feelings to them not just in general not just like oh my body is changing I have a boner now but like oh wow I wonder about them in in that kind of way was in freshman year of high school when there was this girl in my tv production class and she had freckles and I wondered if her boobs were freckled that I believe was my first lustful thought now where does that land on the degree of sins if we are going to say that deep nudes is worse because deep nudes is permanent right i can't print out my thought of what her freckled boobs would look like but i could do that on deep nudes so that's worse i think permanence makes it worse hmm man we got a lot of we got a lot of mind mind things going on in this show All right, I want to thank the people that brought them to us. Our producers, Bill Dustin, um, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey, the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle Age, Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. I also want to thank the folks who brought us our stories today. MacBook Pro was on the, uh, the, the, the music beat. And I want to thank another Jay Martin. 
who sent in the story about the emojis. If you want to uh, join our Discord, then head on over. Bit.ly slash jury Discord. J-U-R-Y-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Email me, jurydaily at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Justin R. Young. Until next time, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But until next time, please go. Go! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>